Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And in Elon Musk news, we have to talk about this. I think Elon Musk is going to lose his lawsuit against the watchdog Media Matters. And here's why. We're going to dive into this. Now, before we begin, I have to give this preamble, uh, as I have in, in other of my posts, whether it's a radio segment, a podcast, video, video, whatever it is, is that I am not adjudicating politics here. I am not adjudicating Elon Musk. He is a controversial figure at the moment. But nevertheless, I want to get to the nuts and bolts of basically what's happening, what's going on, and all of those things. And I think this is an important one because I think this really sets a precedent, good or bad, for future lawsuits and everything else. And I think this is an interesting one. So let's dive in again on that premise that I am not adjudicating your beliefs or anybody's beliefs. And I do not want to hear hate mail from Elon Musk's followers, but I'm sure I will. So with that, Media Matters, the, the watchdog, is claiming that ads for legitimate companies like IBM, Disney, Apple, Comcast, etc. are showing up next to deeply anti-Semitic posts on X formerly known as Twitter. Media Matters published an article on this and provided screenshots of exactly that. Now, in the wake of this, IBM, Disney, I believe Apple, and a slew of others suspended advertising on the platform. Who would want to be associated with anti-Semitism, right? And so ads, if you didn't know, are basically how X make their money. That's a major blow, obviously, to the bottom line. And for a company that was worth $44 billion, apparently, when Elon Musk bought them, now they're worth half of that. And so, obviously, losing advertisers is a big deal. Now, Musk and X are now suing Media Matters, claiming that they're lying. CEO Linda Yaccarino, uh, CEO of X, also came out publicly on Twitter and said that Media Matters is completely wrong, that our algorithms and content filters wouldn't do that. And so here we are. They're saying they wouldn't. But let's break this down a bit because I think they are, but not in the way that I think is necessarily understood or being claimed by those out there. So first, some background. When it was known as Twitter, while it was under its founder, Jack Dorsey, they banned scores and tons of offensive, usually pro-Nazi or racist accounts. Now, Elon Musk brought back the vast majority of those accounts under claims of free speech. And for the record, I have to state it again. I'm not adjudicating that decision here. That is simply fact. And so as a result of that, researchers that monitor traffic patterns, language, cultural habits, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, on Twitter and other social media platforms basically were able to determine that deeply racist and anti-Semitic words and comments exploded thousands of percent in the wake of that choice. Now, again, this is generally not in dispute. Elon Musk and X do ex dispute it. But given that the researchers could track this openly, basically using uh, Twitter's API, it allowed them to query and catalog and track these posts and users. You will also note, and again, fact as well, that Elon Musk or X has not sued any of the researchers or research outfits for their published results on this thing. He'd never win. And the reason being is that multiple research outfits were using the API and they have the same raw data from the platform, meaning research outfits can back up other research outfits because they all saw the same data and they're reaching very similar conclusions. And so instead, Elon Musk basically said that API access, how all of these research outfits, advertisers, etc., connect to the platform to find things, they would now charge 
for API access, and he set the base price at around forty dollars to $50,000 to use, which effectively kills research outfits. A lot of these outfits are smaller, they're attached to universities, they have small budgets and grants that allow them to do that. This is also why these research outfits leverage a lot of students. It's practical work experience, but it's also cheap to hire students as a result of this. And so the API basically is also used, as I mentioned, by advertisers, and the net result of that, not just killing researchers, but smaller companies had to stop advertising on the platform because they also couldn't afford it. The move also dropped Twitter's stock price, uh, you know, almost immediately once that was announced. And so who was left that could use the API? The IBMs, Apples, Disney's, and Comcast of the world where $40,000 is simply a rounding error in their marketing budgets. Now with that backdrop here, I think Media Matters got it right. Now here's why, and again, not adjudicating politics here, but let's talk about the nuts and bolts of content filters. Content filters are run by artificial intelligence. The AI is trained to find keywords and then judge the content based on what it thinks is the context of the use of the word or the phrase. Now, they're also not nearly as intuitive of humans to understand the nuance of how humans speak, whether it's the English language or another, but obviously I'm talking about English here. And so this is why many jokes, for example, that are borderline offensive get flagged. The AI doesn't know better, and so it throws up a flag and says, hey, this is offensive, not realizing it's probably humorous to both the sender and the recipient. So it really comes down to the words in use here and this is where we get into trouble. Now you will note in the media matter in, in the media matters examples that they published, there are no offensive single words. Most of the statements are offensive as a concept to most of humanity, but there are no single offensive words. And so the AI, I think, missed these. And I'll give you a practical example of what I'm talking about. So, for example, if I use a deeply offensive term, like, you know, let's say the racist one that starts with the letter N, the artificial intelligence is going to see it, it's going to flag it, because it's been designed to see that. Whatever the context is, if I'm using the N-word, for example, or a slew of other words like that, that's a deep issue and the AI sees it immediately. However, if I am discussing my thoughts on, let's say, national socialism, for example, and that basically, and th those were the examples that Media Matters used, it's not going to trip a content filter, even if I'm espousing the virtues of national socialism. If you don't know what national socialism is, that was the political standard of the Nazis in 1933 through 1940, basically Adolf Hitler's party. And so obviously I'm not going to espouse their virtues. I think those people were monsters. Most of the planet does. But if I'm talking in rational tones, if I, you know, in terms of my writing, I'm not using offensive words, the AI may not trip. Therefore, the concepts of that particular system of government may be offensive to all of us, but from a technical standpoint in the English language, it's not going to be offensive to an artificial intelligence. It's not going to understand that, that, that that's what we're talking about. Every example given by Media Matters is exactly that. These are people talking, using non-offensive words about deeply anti-Semitic and racist things, and the AI simply missed it. And you can go read that. One of the people say, well, you know, people still believe that the Holocaust existed. The Holocaust itself is not a bad word. You can actually have an open, honest discussion about something that horrific. But there are people out there that simply don't believe it existed. And when you say that, the AI doesn't, doesn't get a trigger. And that's one of those things that we are talking about. Now, that said, 
it would benefit Media Matters to bolster their case even more if they did find, let's say, those single offensive word content, uh, basically next to like an, an ad for IBM or whatever, because it underscores that the content filters aren't working at all. And so what I think they got is what they were able to get and they can prove it. And so you can go ahead and read that Media's Matter, uh, Media Matters article. You can see the actual screenshots of that. What they're talking about is like, well, this is essentially like what the Germans believed in 1933 and National Socialism, and, you know, and lay all of that out in the same way I would lay out a system of framework like democracy and what democracy believes. And so that in and of itself is not offensive to an artificial intelligence, even though it may be deeply offensive politically, uh, you know, or racially or something else to a lot of other people. And so I think, like I said, they're going to lose this because if you are interpreting this as a human and not an artificial intelligence, you're going to pretty much offend everybody because outside of Nazis, nobody likes them. And so there you go. That's why I think that Elon Musk and X is going to lose this lawsuit if it ever comes to fruition. And please, Elon Musk followers and lovers and all that kind of stuff. I'm not adjudicating the man. I'm adjudicating the content filter. And I think I've proved my point. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, where I hopefully it's all good content all the time. Same with YouTube, where you should subscribe to me, ring that bell. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, just please, attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.